0: wellness for the hot mess. This is a podcast where nothing is off limits. We talk wellness, spirituality, sex, relationships, alcohol, all of the good things and finding balance within all of those different elements. So I'm Kristen. I'm a holistic health coach, as well as a fitness trainer. And I'm Lexi. I'm an energetic embodiment coach, and I'm also in the fitness space. Wonderful. Well, thanks for tuning in for another episode. I just wanted to quickly start the episode it's almost like it almost feels wrong to be like I send my thoughts and prayers to Highland Park um, mm-hmm. because I think at this point there's like more that needs to be done, which is a whole different topic of conversation. But for those of you who don't know, I've lived in Chicago for the last four years. I taught Soul Cycle at a studio at, up in the North Shore, which is touching Highland Park um, essentially. So very familiar with the area. I have a lot of clients from there. So this one, kind of hits very close to home. So I definitely wanted to mention it before we started. And Lexi and I were talking off recording right before this about how, you know, you see these shootings all the time. Unfortunately, now it's become so desensitized to us, but it doesn't really hit home until it really hits home. And I just hope and pray that no one ever has to experience what it's like when it does hit close to home, because it's so different. I think it's, I think the last week has lit a fire under my ass of Mm -hmm. what I want to change and the things I want to do and how I can be helped because there is so much change that needs to be done and we need to use our voices. So I don't want to harp on it for too long because I don't want to get emotional, but I think it's definitely been a heavy week and I'm just sending all of my love to that community. It's such a wonderful community and I don't Mm -hmm. think shootings deserve to happen anywhere, but to see it in such a quiet little, you know, sleepy town where this town had very restrictive gun laws as well. And this was just something that is not imaginable to happen there. So I'm just sending all my thoughts and prayers. And I'm hoping that this lights a fire under a lot of people's asses to kind of get some shit done because this can't happen anymore. So.
1: Yeah. Likewise, go out, use your voices, you know, really sit with what you feel is right. Sit with mm-hmm. it. You can't miss it. If you sit with it, that's it. Plain and fucking simple. Um And, and let's be a part of the change. I'm um, doing certification calls right now in my breathwork and meditation cert. And it's so beautiful to see these teachers, future teachers come on and, and and their sequences, them basically teaching me a meditation breathwork practice. And then I come out and I give them feedback and let them know if they pass or not. And they always pass, but Mm it's like so cool to be in the meditation and to know that these people, right, are going to be a part of shifting other human state, whether it's stress or anxiety or depression or just an up level in their life and their business, right? It's like using your gifts to be a part of the change is where it's at and that's where it should be regardless of what you do you can be in finance or you can be you know um a banker or whatever right you can work at fucking Dairy Queen but it's like when you give that person that ice cream cone to make them feel loved and seen. And that the root of evil, I think, is, is loneliness and mm-hmm. it's not being seen. Mm-hmm. So if we can just see people for mm-hmm. who the fuck they are, not want to change them, um, maybe that will help them be the best version of themselves.
0: Mm. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I Unfortunately, I think a t- terrible, horrible awful situation is going to turn into something positive. I really feel like this was kind of the last straw for a lot of people. And it's very sad that lives had to be lost, but I do think this is going to be something that we're going to remember forever. And I really, I really, really feel a really good shift coming after this kind of whether that means more gun laws, whatever it is, but I do feel communities coming together and kind of working towards a better good because this deserves to happen to nobody. So Hopefully, this will light the fire that everybody needs to kind of move forward to a safer space. Um, But today, we wanted to pop on to talk a little bit about a lot of things, actually. Um, (laughs) One thing for sure that I think you and I are both feeling that I think a lot of people are feeling right now is almost stagnation, kind of in work and life and closed doors, opening doors, being more present. Um, And I know we talked a little bit about kind of sitting with where we are now, but desiring more. And I wanted to start with that because I completely wholeheartedly feel that. I think we talk a lot about how much we love our jobs and how lucky we are that we get to do what we get to do and I I feel recently that I am being called for more and it's it's that voice mm. where I'm just like I'm mm. I'm being present with where I am and I'm grateful but I do feel like there's something okay with desiring more and wanting to push a little further and I know you feel that same way too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's just, just a part of life, right? It's a part of being present. And I think that's a good example of the fact that you are being present, right? And the tool is, and I think the the challenge also is to be present with your emotions mm-hmm. without trying to evaluate them just yet. And so what I did the past like five days when Kristen hit me up and was like, what should we talk about? I was like, you know, I've just been, evaluating why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. It's not good or it's not bad, but it's just a different way of feeling. And this is why somatic awareness is so important, right? I know that I was feeling a certain way or triggered by a certain thing I saw on the gram or a conversation I heard, or I know when it's time for me to take a pause when I don't want to do anything. I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to read a new book. I don't know. Podcast is, is calling my name and it's not a bad thing. You know what it is? It's information that I'm growing out of my current energetic frame and it's a good thing. And it's something to be excited about, but I'm honoring that with rest and not rest in, in the simple sense of like, Sleeping in and resting during the day or or whatever, not rest that way. I'm resting my mind from the outside influence of life and people in my in my circle. Yeah. Um, and I'm exploring my emotions and I'm feeling my emotions, although the definition of the the emotion right may not mean what i think it means i'm still allowing myself to be frustrated or to be sad or to be proud of myself but know that i want more it's like i want more right this podcast is about growth and it's about empowering you to to know that when you have those sensations of i'm proud and i'm grateful of where i am but i want more i have got a great story about that i was at the the um bar restaurant that I used to bartend at that I met my husband at it's right down the street. So we go all go all the time. But we went on Sunday night before the 4th of July, because there's always just like a pop in party, there's loud music. um, And it's so fun. I walk in, and it's like, all of my old regulars, like everyone was there. And so it was like one of those, it was like those cool moments where you really don't see your growth until you're necessarily asked about it. Right. right? Like I'm around people all the time that are growing. I'm around people in my industry. I'm around people that don't even really know my life Mm -hmm. because I work a lot online. So they don't know my fucking life out here or how it was. And I was talking to the owners. I was talking to some of my regulars, and I was really like surprised that they all like got up and came and said hi. And I was like, "Whoa!" Like I wasn't yeah. even expecting any of that. I was almost like overwhelmed. But the one conversation that I remember having with the owner, who um, is incredible, right? And and it was, you know, I'm actually like at this stage now where I'm not, I'm grateful, but He was like, asking me, how are you? How's your business? Like, how are you feeling? Blah, blah, blah. And usually I feel, and I caught myself in the moment. So it was this like quantum moment. I caught myself in the moment being like, wow, I would normally say, you know, I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful for you Mm -hmm. and the job that you gave me here. And I met my husband and I'm (laughs) so grateful for good people. And I'm so grateful for my clients. And I was like, you know what? I'm so fucking proud of myself. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not grateful in this moment. I'm grateful. I get it. But like my main expression in that moment wasn't like, you know, I'm just grateful. It was like, you know what? No, I'm proud of myself. I deserve this. I'm worthy of all of this. And I want more. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Ooh, that felt good coming out of my mouth Mm -hmm. and paying attention to the somatic awareness of that expression that I was proud of myself. I was, I like felt like I Uh, sat up a little taller. Mm. And I think that's what this episode is all about. It's like sitting up tall when in the past, you may have sat, you know, sat down and hunched your shoulders because you were confused or didn't know why you were feeling this way, or you felt like you were judging someone or judging your present life. It's like, no, sit up tall, look around, evaluate your environment and make some moves.
0: Mm. That's so good. It's, I think it's almost like the shame and wanting more like we've never spoken yeah. up for ourselves or we're always being so grateful and practicing so much gratitude, but where are the moments where yeah. you're showing up for yourself and owning all of the things that you've done that have gotten to you or to where you are. I love that. I do feel that shame a lot of the times, especially in group fitness People are like, yeah. oh, wow, like not everybody's a rumble trainer. Not everyone's a soul cycle. And I always revert to, yeah, but I did have to work like really hard to get here. And it w- there was a lot of challenges. And instead of just being like, fuck, yeah, because I'm really good at what I do. Totally. You know, it's definitely totally. Me a lot to own that. I think when you step into entrepreneurship, especially and build a business from the ground up, there's so much work and hitting the ground running that you don't even have a moment to look back and reflect at everything you've done. It's the conversations when people come to you and being like, how did you do this? It's always just like it was a lot of work. It was a lot of this. We have so much shame in just being like, no, I actually am so incredible. I built this and I'm proud of it, whatever. Yeah. I feel like it's such human nature to revert to like smallness. And, being, mm. and just being like totally. always falling back on the hard work you've done or having to prove almost to someone totally. instead of, like you said, sitting up taller. I love that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that there's two pieces to that too. I love that because it brought a, a light bulb in me, but I think there's two pieces. It's like, sometimes we feel like we have to meet someone where they're at. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and it's like the whole, I have bad breath in the morning. I look mm-hmm. fat in this, like, you know what I mean? Or like, yeah. you're pretty. It's like, but you're prettier. It's like, right. gag me, right? right. Gag me, right? But, <laughs> and so in that case, I feel like it's holding your frame and holding mm-hmm. your own and saying, thank you. And like, I received that compliment. Thank you so much because. Mm-hmm damn, did, damn, do I deserve it? And like, you haven't seen anything yet. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and the second piece is again, this weekend I had, cause I had a lot of conversations with friends, like good friends this weekend over drinks and, you know, mushrooms and pot. We, I just was like, I'm feeling a certain type <laughs> of way. Like I want to laugh. I want to dance. I want to talk to my, my good fucking family friends. Right. And and it was cool. It was really eye opening. but I also had a conversation with my husband that was like, I, I, this week, this past week, um, last week, I had a really good week in my business. I felt really good. Like I had one of my biggest, um, money weeks in my business. And and wow. that's what I'm striving on more tracking my income now these days as an entrepreneur, because I just have never done that. I've been like, yeah, yeah. cool. I like, got enough for rent. This is good. Right. Life right. Um, and I let myself, because the latter of kind of what you said, it's always been really hard for me to say things are hard or challenging, even though they are Mm -hmm. like, I'm always like, yeah, it's fine, but it's going to be good. It's going to be hard work, but like, I got it. And last week I allowed myself to admit to him and just to the world that, this shit is hard. Mm -hmm. Entrepreneurship is hard. Having your own business that's based off of your fucking expression and your individuality and your personality is hard. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I've ever expressed that because I didn't want to come off as weak. Mm -hmm. Mm.
0: It's so insanely relatable and it hits home so deep. I mean, people can, for all different fields can relate to that. There's so many people that just want to show up every day and just be so positive and like encouraging in any field. I actually was reading um a book by Jason Tarek. He was on The Bachelor and hmm. I, I didn't Oh yeah, I like it. Yeah, I didn't watch anything, I didn't know anything about him, but it's a business book yeah. and I was like, yeah. I need to level up in that type of, in that space in business, it's a business money finance book, but he had struggled so deeply with mental health issues his entire life, Mm. but he worked in finance and he worked for a big money company. And he was like, I could never, ever, ever, I could never think about talking about these things, especially to my boss, especially to my coworkers, because they had so much faith in a confident person who was handling their money and doing all these things. God forbid Mm -hmm. I had any mental illnesses or God forbid I had any weekdays, or I said to them, like, this is hard work. I'm struggling. They would have Mm -hmm. never trusted me. So he was Mm -hmm. like, it was almost waking up every day and having to fake even to myself that that's not hard. This isn't hard. I can do it. So I, I so many people relate to that breaking down the barrier between, you know, just being real with yourself and real with others versus just trying to put on this very, you know, fake kind of front that you've got. And that's
1: exhausting.
0: It is. Right.
1: Like being, and it's not like fake in the way where like you're being fake, you know, it's like, yeah, right. But it's like every day we wake up and we do have to choose whether we're (laughs) feeling good or not. Like to, I taught at 6am this morning. I loved it. I felt amazing afterwards, but to wake up, to get to the studio by five 30, I literally go through a funnel of emotions yep. that are like questioning everything. It's like you question life in 10 yeah. minutes. And then I get to the studio and I'm like, Oh, cool. Uh-huh. I got this. This is fine. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, you know, you question, I question whether I'm too old, quote unquote, to be waking up in the morning to go teach a fitness class. Right. And although it's not a huge amount of my income, it opens me up energetically mm-hmm. so that the income from other places that is a, a bigger, you know, block of income can come in. Right. And, um this can shift us into our next our next topic or our next kind of idea is that opening a new door doesn't have to mean that you have to close another door mm-hmm. but what i think that the information can be is opening a new door, whether it's trying a new thing, a new relationship, um, challenging yourself in some way, a new job, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, moving, moving to a new neighborhood, that's going to change your perspective on the the world you've been living so consistently that has already been ingrained into your system and isn't um, anything new that's bringing up perspective in you right, right? it's it's going to change your view on what you're doing so that you can either say oh this doesn't really light me up or that's not really working sure. and i feel like the, like last month i had a good grip on my schedule i was like flowing i was working with a couple of mentors and it was working out like the schedule wise right and then all of a sudden i got a couple of new clients which was awesome you know i added a few things to my calendar and all of a sudden my schedule that was so flowy was like, "Ah!" like, it was just like a hot mess. And that all was information to step back and be like, okay, what do I need to either close the door or shift into a state of pause so I can really be present and use my energy in a better way towards my goals that are three months, six Mm -hmm. months, one year. Mm -hmm. Um, because sometimes if you are in flow state you don't really think about the future too much and i know i do that all the time absolutely that's almost kind of
0: like scarcity mindset of people thinking they have to close one door fully to open another mm-hmm. where it's like we can have multiple doors open that's why they invented the door stopper that's why we have a door <laughs> yeah. stopper
1: to hold it open exactly.
0: but i completely see that as well i think when energetically for me, when another door does open, I've always been someone who would close the other one fully. And I had to kind of rewire my brain to realize that I can have multiple things. We've talked about this on an episode about having it all, but shifting from kind of one stance to a next with what you want to do and having multiple doors and opportunities is always a good thing. Um, And I think that's where I've had to rewire myself with scarcity mindset that I can kind of go different routes. And as I flow through fitness and flow through health and wellness, I do still find myself, catch myself on those early mornings or those late nights in fitness being like, do I even want to do this anymore? And it gets so frustrating because then I do teach the class and I'm in there. And it, again, it opens me up to other things that help me flow better. So I do love teaching, but I always find myself tripping over like that early morning. And I sit there and I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm exhausted. It's so stupid. It's, and I, it's crazy because people look at us and they're like, oh, you've got your whole life under control, or you know how to handle those situations. I do have those moments where I contemplate like sending an email to my boss being like, I cannot do this anymore. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm done. Yeah. I think it's, well, you know what I th- I think really quick, sorry to interrupt. No, of like, course. We're being told online a lot. We're being told online a lot. Like If it doesn't feel good, quit your fucking job. You're you know, and there is it is relative, it's both and it's both and there are the coaches that I would listen to if they told me that, if they were really present with what was alive in me and they said that to me, I would be like, Okay, cool, I'm gonna consider that. And I ask my I ask my husband all the time, like, I'll be like, Hey, do you think from an (laughs) outside perspective, I'll be like, Do you think I should teaching at this studio or I'll be like, do you think I'm doing too much? I even asked my mentor the other day on a call and I thought she was like going into the call. I thought she was going to be like, yeah, I think so. You need to close that door and then you're going to attract more abundance into your business. Yes, of course. And she was like, well, maybe don't look at it like it's holding you back from attracting Mm. abundance. Maybe you just need to change your energetic perspective of what you're doing at this studio and mm. who you're connecting with and set an intention every day to go and show up in this certain way, not because of anything you want to get from it, but just because of how it makes you feel feel. And I ask my husband all the time. I'll be like, do you think I'm doing too much? Like, do you think I'm, you know, and he'll just be like, he'll tell me no. Or sometimes he'll just be like, yeah, I think you just need to focus on this right now and then see how that feels. And, and if that feels like it's something you want to do, do it. And usually Mm. I do it, (laughs) but you have to check in with it because if you're just going to search online for advice, I don't know, I just get frustrated sometimes with the advice that's been giving out online, these wellness coaches and these mindset coaches and these finance coaches. I think it's really irresponsible because they're not seeing wellness as relative and they're seeing it from their eyes and they're seeing it from the lens of the formula that's worked for them. And everyone is so fucking different. Mm -hmm. That leads us perfect segue, my girl. So good to our next
0: topic that we really wanted to focus on for this episode, kind of like the resistance to wellness that we were talking about. And being overwhelmed in this industry, I, it's, it's insane, the amount of coaches and people with certifications and resources that we go to online now. It's so easy to access a breathwork coach or a fitness coach on Instagram. All you have to do is type that into the search bar and it'll give you 100 profiles with someone who has something to do with breathwork. Um, and it is becoming harder and harder as the industry gets more saturated to find the teachers that you know, are informed and are correct yeah i I get tripped up in that a lot, definitely, because I'm someone who loves to go to other people for advice, and I love to find inspiration from other coaches. Uh, I love following new profiles and seeing the way different fitness trainers do this versus that. And there is so much misinformation out there. It is frustrating. yeah, I get overwhelmed with it because I look at it like I never want to be like that person or ever spread information. So then I check myself and I'm like, well, have I ever done that? And yeah. I kind of spiral a little bit. So for me personally, I have my reliable sources I go to, and that seems to have been it, but I totally feel you're overwhelmed. And the way you feel when you look at it too, and you see all this misinformation, because when we get into like our fuck everything mood and we go to others to try to get inspiration from, it's tough to see a coach telling you to like fuck that quit yeah. your job and start over because there are people that will follow that
1: yeah and there are yeah, like I think that and run totally I think Gary Vee's is a good example and I think people love mm-hmm. him and yeah. he's just not for me and that's yeah. fine no. but he's a good example of very extreme and like that very sometimes people's minds don't operate you know, quick enough to make extreme decisions in life. And that's fine, but that's also a makeup. It's like a genetic makeup. And it's like really challenging to grow your mind like that. And you can, of course, right. A couple programs and courses that I do with my clients is about growing your capacity to, um, think at a higher level. Right. Right. But that's, doesn't come quick. And that's usually by checking in with the body first and not just reacting to things. So a couple things about this, I think that resistance to wellness is a, a good sign from the body that you either have consumed too much mm-hmm. or that your body and your mind is like filled to the brim mm-hmm. with It could be your ideas and concepts, which are dope and rad, or it could be other people's. For me this past week, it was mine and they were ideas and concepts I haven't expressed or put down on paper because I was so distracted by other people and other ideas and concepts out there that were making me sway away from fully, integrating what I had been sitting on just naturally, right. This is all intuition. We all have ideas and concepts that are alive and probably really fucking brilliant. But if we're distracted by other people, we'll, we'll never let them integrate and then we'll never put them to actual use. And so that's where I could feel my nervous system get frustrated. And I could feel my body get frustrated with my mind and my body be like, hey, bitch, you got a lot going on in here. Take a second, pull back and let it reorganize naturally so that when you put this out, you know, it's gonna be like profound. Mm. And that's where we get the messy wellness. The messy wellness Mm. is people just being like, oh shit, I have an idea for a course and not like fully sitting with it and being with it. And maybe not a course, because if you're going to put out a course, like you probably have thought about it, hopefully. But it's like coming on Instagram and making a reel or um, just speaking out of place. And Mm -hmm. I'm learning a lot in this trauma informed certification that I'm in right now. And there's, there's teachers and healers and facilitators from all different industries and from all over the world. And the teachers are the teachers that are running the certification are profound and they're so simple. Mm -hmm. Their answers to everything is simple. They're not like, all right, we're going to do this today. We're going to do this today. They talk a lot about sticking with your scope of practice. And if you are attracted to something else to bring into your scope, um, doing the right amount of work exploration integration, so that it's in your body before you express it. And I think that scarcity mindset is being a coach, but also wanting to talk about what everyone else is talking about and not just tuning into what you should be coaching or teaching on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I,
0: as you were speaking, I wrote down back to basics because, and then you said it simple. Anytime I feel burnt out in wellness or I feel overwhelmed and I'm trying to do a million things at once too, I always have to remind myself, go back to the basics. We've all been at a starting point in wellness. So, so many people feel behind or ahead. There's no behind or ahead, especially in wellness. We all started somewhere. And I remember when I got into wellness, I was so lit up by that shit that I was like, I could talk about this for days. And I was doing the simplest things. I integrated like a green juice into my morning and I made sure I moved my body 20 minutes every day. And I was Mm -hmm. so happy and so hooked on wellness. And I noticed my flows come and go as well you know, now I've got fucking sea moss in my fridge that I haven't touched because I saw it on TikTok. I probably won't even eat the fucking sea moss. Is it great for me? Yeah, it's good. But I'm at that point where I'm just like picking up random shit that I have no intention of using, or I don't know why I'm picking it out. I'm throwing it in my fridge or putting a book on my counter that I'll never touch. And I do, that's where I think when we talked about how we were feeling burnt out this week, that's where I'm at in my life. I just had a big move and I'm in the fitness industry and I want to get back into more of my wellness stuff that I'm now overdosing all of it. And I'm just like Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. throwing a million
0: things at me at once. So it, it wellness is so simple. If you break down the best teachers, the best, you know, coaches, their approach is so simple. It's, you know, finding balance and finding harmony between mind, body, and spirit. It's those three things Mm -hmm. that are so simple. You don't need to be spending thousands of dollars on green juices and sea moss. It's going back to the basics of what brought you to wellness and what lit you up because we all started somewhere. And it was that Mm -hmm. one little change that we made that kind of pushed us into making a whole lifestyle change. But for me, it's, it's definitely going back to the basics and being simple. And I hope this is encouraging to the people listening because there is so much information and we feel so behind. I just encourage you to do one thing today that you that kind of feels like you're integrating more wellness into your life or more holistic practices, just one little thing. That could be journaling mm-hmm. for 5 minutes or making mm-hmm. that green juice, but I have to have those moments where again I say fuck everything and go back to the basics because you just get so overinformed and we have so many things thrown at us that that almost makes me stop doing everything altogether. And I forget yeah. my simple things that I've done, so I love this that. Is, this is inspiring for me too, to take this time this week to like get back to the basic shit I used to do, my green juice mm-hmm. in the morning and like moving my body for twenty minutes. That was what it was for me. yeah, I was just going
1: through some PDFs that I created for um a one on one container that I'm opening today with a new client, mm-hmm. and it was so funny, like going through these PDFs that I created a year ago and being like, well, this is good, right? And like, it's such a good example of, of like, I had this on my computer, on my Canva, I've used this, it's worked before, but there's something in me that thought that I needed to create something new. It's like, right. I, it's like, I, it's something that I'm working on is why do I have to create something new every single day? month it's like what Mm -hmm. am I going to create to share today it's like Mm -hmm. no maybe you just look at what you've already created and then you know pick a chunk from it and then elaborate on that like I already have like three workshops I'm excited to to teach based off of just like one pdf that I found from a year ago and also Mm -hmm. plug Chris and I are going to be hosting a workshop sometime soon so stay tuned for that but you know it's like really knowing that Without a grounded foundation, it doesn't matter what the fuck you're doing. Absolutely. So, if our simple piece of advice today is to meditate for five minutes, or it's to go for a walk, or it's to really check in with some journal prompts, and rather than just journaling the answers out, it's feeling the body, or it's like, whatever the question is, it's like, how does that question feel? It's not just answering blindly. Like, you should never respond to wellness or to a coach or a facilitator's guidance blindly and just do right. it or right. just answer the question. For me, I'm like, ah, oh, that kind of like feels not good in my body. So I don't really want to answer it. Or it's like, ooh, that triggered me a little bit. I got to yeah. sit with it. And then I got to answer it because yeah, journal prompts and affirmations and even meditations are not going to do anything for you unless you truly feel it in your body. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: definitely. Back to the basics is where I'm heading this week. And I'm noticing the more I step away from overwhelming myself with social media content and other people's reels and stuff. And the more I step into like sitting down and picking up a book that has nothing to do with Mm -hmm. anything wellness, that's where I'm kind of finding myself being more creative and in tune with what I want to do. So taking a step back this week for sure. And slowing down a little bit and getting back to the basics. Beautiful.
1: I I love it. This was good. Short and sweet. Um, I do want to bring up quickly that I'm on just day three of you and I have been so in sync over this. I know because before you said this, I was like, we have to talk about (laughs) microdosing.
0: How has it been?
1: It's the the microdoses. We're just like connected. Um, okay, so day one, so this is why my intention with this is to get more clear on like where my business is going. Mm-hmm. That's my intention, and you can microdose for all different types of things. It could be to you know reprogram old stories in your mind or mm-hmm. whatever. It could be any literally anything. But my intention going into the next about four weeks is really getting clear on what I want to put out there because I do come from a blessed place that my business is just who the fuck I am. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to get out of my head. I'm going to, you know, open up this new mind medicine portal, and I'm going to just trust myself mm-hmm. with this medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week I, before I did it, I went through my whole closet. I have like four bins in the hallway that I'm going to be giving to goodwill. I, you know, cleaned out my desk. I still got to like hit downstairs, but my intention is like fucking clear it all out. So I can really sit in my body and feel what my body wants to express. Um, So the, so day one was good. I del- I did feel a little bit um, like floaty, Mm -hmm. but mind you, I like, I do psychedelics for fun all the time. Right. So I have to compartmentalize that because, you know, like the placebo effect, I can be around someone who's on a psychedelic and not be on them. And I'll be like, I feel like I feel it in my body because Mm -hmm. I've been there before. So my body remembers, that's just how it works. So the first day, um, I had to keep telling myself, like, you're fine. This is just fifty percent lion's mane, fifty percent psilocybin, like you're fine. You've mm-hmm. done way more than this before. Right, right. But I um it was good because you know what you know what it does for me is it allows me to be present with someone else's energy rather than I'm really good at overpowering energy Mm -hmm. and overpowering someone else's energy. So what I've noticed just the past three days is it's allowed me to um, be present with other people's energy rather than always having to be the biggest in the room, which I just do as a default.
0: I have very similar experiences. So I'm on towards the end of my four weeks with microdosing. And that was one of my intentions going in was sitting with, I actually have, it's like my quote on my background on my phone, but like visualizing my highest self, I feel like I do that. Every now and then. And I was like, I need to start doing that every day and like mm, cool. sitting with that energy and like seeing my highest self and where I want to go with that. And a big part of that was shutting the fuck up when I go into a room full of people and just like <laughs> <Yeah>. absorbing energy <laughs> around me and kind of seeing that way and seeing my highest self in that room and how she would react and kind of like being inspired oh, by other people. Yeah. So that's, that's so cool to hear that you're going through that too, because it's, it's really different when you have a big personality to kind of sit back and absorb rather than give out Mm -hmm. energy. It's, it's definitely different.
1: Yeah. And it's different for me too, because, you know, I'm teaching and I always, I would never do a micro dose. Um, if I like had to teach that day, but I'm really going to stay consistent with the pattern for Mm -hmm. the next four weeks. So I'm like, whatever, I'll just, you know, I'll just do it. So Mm -hmm. I taught a class the first day that I did it, and I was a little bit in my head, but it was fine. I felt like the class was a lot more contained because mm-hmm. I was aware that it might not be if sure. I didn't like bring the the awareness in. Sure. And then um, I took a class, and it was just it was fine. It was normal, but that was my one apprehension: was like, can I, will I be able to teach um, and operate heavy mach- machinery? <laughs> but it was fine. Good, good, wonderful.
0: So good to hear. I can't wait to hear an update next week. And then after that, yeah. so definitely keep us posted with that. Always oh, oh. finishing with the hot mess moment of the week. What you got? Oh
1: God. It was just all weekend. <laughs> I think I just was like vacation Lexi yeah. all weekend. Um, although we were just at the house, we, my husband and I celebrated our three months of marriage. Oh, that's flew but by. Then- I know. Right. But then also um, on the fourth was four years of dating. So we started dating on the 4th of July. Um, So we just like partied at the beach with our friends um, all weekend. And of course I was feeling it on Tuesday, just Mm -hmm. fucking feeling it. And then you get in your feels because of that, but then also in my feels in general, because I was like, kind of going through that recalibration. And so then I get my head as to I'm just a piece of shit. I shouldn't have drank that much and like whatever, whatever. And then I'm like, no, this is just actual life and a little right. bit of both, but it was right. good. I'm feeling good today. What about right. you?
0: I, I had one of those moments last weekend. I actually was home again last weekend for the 4th of July because I have off Sunday, Monday. So it was nice to be able to come to the beach, but I had one of those. I was a big daddy's girl growing up. I think you and I both were like lots of sports, always wanting to be involved. My parents had three girls. So I I was kind of the one growing up where my dad was like, I'll take her to the baseball games. We'll do all the things together. Um, And as I moved out and kind of started my own life, obviously we haven't done a ton of those things together anymore. So now anytime we spend together is definitely very cherished, but he was working on my car last weekend and he taught me a long time ago where to put like oil change and washer fluid and things like that. And I never do it anymore because when I get back to my house and I'm taking my car into the shop and I'm like, whatever. And he always raised me like, No, you'll learn how to do it. You'll save the $40 on the oil change. You'll do it yourself. Yeah. So I bring my car down and we're outside cleaning and he hands me the uh, windshield wiper fluid. And he's like, just fill this up. And he's standing right next to me because he taught me how to do it. And I could not remember for the life of me, which fucking nozzle it went down.
1: Oh, I would not know.
0: And I'm pretty positive. It says it on the lid, but I just missed it. <laughs> but it's like the one valve is for the washer fluid. The other is like for, I don't know, to your engine or something. And I'm like looking at him and he's looking at me and I'm looking at him and I'm like, I pop the one open. I start to pour and he goes, you are literally pouring it down your engine right now. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, in that moment, just trying to be that cool. Like, yeah, I got it, dad. Yes. (laughs) And it was so embarrassing. And he was like, Oh my God, Kristen, like, could your hair be any blonder today? So um, definitely my hot mess moment and learning that it's okay to take your car to the professionals to do it.
1: It's okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so funny. Whenever my husband does anything on the car, (laughs) anything, he thinks he's the manliest. He thinks he's yeah. Thor. Yeah. And he comes in and he like has his shirt off, like wiping his hands. Yeah, no. And I'm yeah. just like, okay, you just cleaned the windows. Yeah. So yeah. funny, but yeah. I won't touch it. I won't <laughs> touch it.
0: So good. Yeah. Well, that's all we got for this week. Uh, my friends, thank you for tuning in. Like Lexi said, keep a lookout. We've got a workshop coming and we're going to try to build a nice little community space from this because I I am seeing a nice increase in people listening to the podcast people getting involved so it's going to be nice to be able to have kind of a community to build from there so you don't want to miss out on that and as per usual leave us a nice review on apple podcast share this with someone who you think it might help and we will see you guys next Sunday